There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, folks. How are you doing? I hope you're doing well wherever you are. Uh, whatever part of the world you might be in listening to this, whatever you're doing, whatever time of day it is, I hope that you're well. Uh, it's amazing to think that I've got people all over the world listening to my voice on their computers or on their iPod or something. Um, this week was quite a good week for the podcast. I've got nearly 20,000 downloads just uh, this month, in fact, in the last 30 days about 20,000 downloads, which is pretty good. More and more people are downloading it all the time and uh, all over the world as well. It's fantastic. So if you're a regular listener to the, if you are a regular listener to the podcast, then hello and um, thank you for downloading this. I hope it's useful for you. Now in this episode, I'm going to talk about accents and dialects. And this is just the first really the first podcast in a series of podcasts which I'm going to do about different accents. I'm mainly concentrating on British accents here, but I will be talking a bit about other accents that you find in the world. Um, so I'm going to do a series of podcasts about accents. Um, in this particular one, I'm going to give you an introduction. I'm going to talk about what is an accent and what is a dialect. How many accents can you find in the UK and what do they sound like? How many accents can you find in the world? Um, and um, why is it important to be able to identify different accents in English? So that's what you can expect from this. So first thing is um, in this podcast, right, I've already done um, an episode about British and American accents. And you can find that if you look, um, if you're on the website, if you just scroll down, 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 um, there's an episode there called British and American Pronunciation. If you're listening to this using iTunes, which is a very good idea, then you can just search through the list of podcast episodes and find the episode called British and American Pronunciation. And in that episode, I talk about the main differences between British and American English pronunciations. Um, so... So I've already done that. I've already done British and American accents. But I think accents are fascinating and a lot of fun. And they're also very important for you as a learner of English for a few reasons. I mean, you need to be aware of different styles of English. You need to be aware of how English can sound very, very different depending on who's speaking it and where they're from. There is not just one accent. Um, you... Obviously, you get British English and American English, but it's not that simple. There are many, many really different accents that you will find in um, in just the UK or in just America, for example. Now, um, 
my students will um, often tell me that they met someone in a pub, for example, and they couldn't understand him. And I know that the reason is probably that that person had a regional accent. Uh, so basically, it's really important for you to be aware of the different styles of English that you might hear, right? Don't just be aware of one accent. There's a wide range of different ways to say the same thing. You need to be aware of the different sounds in English and what they mean. You also need to choose the accent that you want and try to copy it. So you've got to decide what kind of accent you want to speak. And you need to know where you're going to find examples of that accent. Um, basically, you need to become more aware of the different accents that you can find in English. Um, you need to be able to understand as well different accents when you hear people speaking them, right? So um, one of the most interesting things for me about accents is what an accent can tell you about a person. So when I hear someone speak, their accent immediately gives me lots of associations. Just the sound of somebody's voice might tell me a few things about that person. For example, their social class, uh, which part of the country or which part of the world they come from, if they are from a town or from the countryside, what their background, maybe what their educational background might be, and even some things like maybe what their political opinions might be or um, what their attitudes might be. Now, obviously, those are just preconceptions, and we shouldn't really judge someone just by the way that they speak. But nevertheless, when, when a native speaker meets another native speaker, when they listen to their voice, I think that we automatically start making judgments and we, we know things about that person just because of the way they speak. But a learner of English doesn't really know those things, right? So I get all these associations when I hear someone speaking English, but native speakers often don't get those associations. The, uh, learners of English don't know if someone is from the north or south of England or what social class they might come from. But native speakers do know these things. Now, I'm interested in bridging that gap between what a native speaker knows or understands about accents and what a learner of English knows. For example, if you meet somebody in the pub and he's sort of going, oh, what geezer, how's it going? Yeah, you want, do you want a pint? Yeah, you want to sit down? Oh, sit down, son. Right, so you sit yourself down. I'll go and get you a pint. How's that going? How's that sound to you? All right. Now, if you, if you meet someone who speaks like that, and then you meet another person who says, Oh, hello. Oh, yes, well, what a coincidence. I, I was absolutely um, very surprised and extremely shocked and very pleasantly surprised, as a matter of fact, to find you here in this lovely public house. And uh, I, I was wondering if you might maybe want to join me for a, a quick drink. Now, uh, if you met those two people, what would you know about them? Well, you'd know that the first one is probably, well, he's definitely from London. He's working class. He might be, um, well, I don't know, that's, that's pretty much all you need to know. He's from some kind of, uh, maybe the east of London, and he's quite working class. The other person uh, would be very posh, upper class, um, and probably went to a private school, um, comes from a very rich family. 
that kind of thing. And you can just tell those things from the way people speak, right? Okay, so first thing, uh, what is an accent and what is a dialect? Well, basically, a dialect is a kind of version of a language which uh, might be used by a particular group of people. Um, now, that means it's, um, it, it includes different vocabulary, right? So, specifically, different words that the, that, that um, group of people would use, and maybe, like, different sentence structure. But it's mainly, like, the, the kind of different form of a language which is used by a specific group of people, specifically different vocabulary that they would use. And we often associate dialects with different regions, so different parts of the country. Okay. Now, an accent um, is just the sounds that uh, someone uh, uses when they speak. So, for example, diff different accents can be identified by just the different ways in which they pronounce the same words. Okay. We often associate accents and dialects together because we find, like we do with dialects, we find different accents in different parts of the country. Right. So you can say, for example, a Liverpool accent or a Manchester accent or a London accent or something like that. Um, what I'm interested here really is accents, uh, particularly accents in the UK. Right. So um, secondly, how many accents can you find in the UK? Well, lots, lots of accents. You can't really say that there's just a British accent. It's not true. Um, there are many, many, many different types of British accent, and they're very different, like really, really different um, sounding accents. Um, I'll go into the number and the different sounds and uh, all those details a bit later in this episode. But um, I'd say there's probably, a, a, let's say, 10 to 15 different accents in, in Britain, at least, and I'll go into those in a bit and I'll give you some examples. How many different accents can you find in the world? Well, there are loads, of course. If, we, if we're speaking in a general way, you've got like America and it, within America there are lots of different accents, you know, whether you're from the south or from the east or particular parts of the east of America, like someone from New York would sound different to someone from Boston. Um, who would sound different to someone from Chicago. And in, in Los Angeles, you get like specific kinds of accents as well. Uh, and of course, in the, the sort of deep south in Texas, that kind of area, you get um, really different sounding voices. And then, of course, in Canada, they've got like uh, unique sounding accents there as well. And then you've got Australia and different parts of Australia, New Zealand, South Africa. Um, and other English-speaking parts of the world. Um, so there is such a wide range of different accents. But I'm focusing on the UK, and it's a small. The UK is a small country. I mean, it's really small compared to somewhere like America. But there are so many different accents. It's amazing. Even like, as a good example, the Liverpool accent and the Manchester accent are really different, but they're only about half an hour away from each other by car. You can drive from Manchester to Liverpool in 30 minutes, and yet the accent is completely different. It's amazing, really. It really is. Um, it's quite fascinating. So, um, 
Yeah, so the other question is, is there such a thing as an American accent or a British accent? Well, it's not true that there is just one American or one British accent. There are so many uh, accents in America and so many in Britain. But you can group accents as British because they share many features and they come from Britain. And you can also group American accents as American for the same reason. There are general differences between the uh, American and British accents. And like I said, I've been into that before in, um, in previous podcasts. Um, some of the differences are, for example, the, the, the T sound, like the way we say T. Um, so if you take the word water... In America, we in Britain we pronounce the T or T like a T sound, so water. T, you can hear that water. In America, they would pronounce that with a D sound, so you get like water. So it's not T but D. Water, a glass of water, for example. Um, another one is the R sound. Um, now R in America they they would kind of go R, and in England we just go R. So that is like the the R at the end of water. Like I said, we say water in America, water. So they, there's definitely a, a rounded R sound. And in England or in Britain, we don't really do that. We just say water. So not water, but water. So it's like uh. 365 day returns. Um, in in Britain, we um, we have this "ah" oh sound, like in "hot," "not," "got," that kind of thing. In America, they don't really use that sound. Instead, they do a kind of "ah" oh sound. So, "hot," "not," "got." You know, we say "hot," "not," "got." Um, also, American accents tend to be more nasal. I find they tend to come through the nose a bit more. So like in America, American accents may sound a little more nasal, something like that. Uh, whereas in England, they, we use the nose a bit less. Yeah, that's a scientific answer. But if we focus on the UK, we can see lots of different accents that are linked closely with different regions and cultures in the UK. Now, the standard accent, which is used by the BBC World Service and you find in Oxford and Cambridge dictionaries and in the commonly used phonemic chart, that standard accent is called RP, Received Pronunciation, or BBC English. Now, this is a kind of standard 
form of British accent without any specific region. Um, it's traditionally associated with educated people who speak correctly. Um, these days we're more politically correct, so any accent really is correct. But RP, or BBC English, is considered to be the clear, non-region-specific accent. I would say it's more common in the south of England, and I would also say that I speak with, a, with an RP accent. I speak kind of BBC English. So RP, received pronunciation, like I said, it's kind of, it's not specific to any region in the UK. You could find anyone in the country um, who speaks with, a, with an RP accent. But in my, my experience, it comes from educated background, uh, typically the south of England. And I speak with, a, with, a, with RP, but I've got some traces of regional accent like the fact that uh, you can tell that I'm from the south. Uh, some people say that I sound a bit posh, which I don't really agree with. But there's also, you can hear some traces of the fact that I lived in Birmingham for a long time in some of the words that I say. Um, that's what some people tell me, anyway. Um, so um, then there are the regional accents um, not covered by RP. Um, now, I can't go into great, great detail, but I will run through a few. And there will be more podcasts in which I play you some real samples of British English in different accents. Now, I've done lots of research and I've taken lots of audio samples from the internet, from YouTube and other places. And I've collected lots of different samples of, of uh, accents, British accents. So in the next few podcasts, I'll play you samples of those and you can listen to them and sort of get used to hearing different accents. Hopefully it will help you to start identifying different accents in English. You'll also pick up lots of good bits of language and some vocabulary too. And it'll help you, help you with your English a lot, I think. So just to kind of go through the country, let me try and list some, some uh, British accents. And I will try and copy those accents. I'm not brilliant at doing that, but I'll try. So I guess starting way down in the southwest of England, you've got the Cornwall accent, a kind of Cornish accent. And in Cornwall, they sort of, they, you know, they sort of speak a, a bit like this. You know, yeah, I'm from Cornwall and, you know, it's all right, really. You know, I quite like it. It's, it's, it's quite nice down here in Cornwall because you can go surfing. You can go surfing in the summer because, like, the, the water is quite, quite warm. So you can hear there in the Cornish accent, the R sound is rounded, warm, or in Cornwall, you know, like that. So, you know, you do get a kind of rounded R. So a glass, oh, I'll have a glass of water, like that. So it's kind of a rounded R. And rather than saying glass, it's like a gla um, glass, uh, um, you'd say in Cornwall I think I'm going to go home and I'm going to go home and, I, and, and have a bath I think I'll go and have a bath and then I'm going to go to bed so not go and have a bath but a bath and then I'm going to go to bed so that's Cornwall Bristol which is like also in the southwest, but um, a little bit closer to the centre similar in Bristol Bristol they sort of speak you know a bit like that so it's similar similar to Cornwall I don't know it that well, to be honest, because I, I, I haven't spent a long time down there. So I, I don't know it that well. It's probably 
for me, it's basically the same as Cornwall. I can't really hear the difference. So that's that's kind of southwest. Then you've got London, and the typical sort of London accent, sort of speak, you know, people speak a bit like that, you know what I mean? So, like, a lot of glottal stops, and, you know, people don't really sort of, don't really think about it, they don't really think about how they speak, you know what I mean? But, but like, it's lots of different sort of, well, I'd say over the whole of London, people sort of speak like that. All right, mate, how's it going? You want a cup of tea? Right, sit yourself down, have a lovely cup of tea. Nice. So, um, I guess in London, um, you get the glottal stop, which is where they don't pronounce the T. Um, so, in the word water, uh, someone with a sort of strong London accent would say water. Not water, but water. Right? As well as that, the th sound that you get in think. Th- um, you know, think about it. That's pronounced with a th, like like you get in an, uh, a word beginning with f. Think about it, think about it, yeah. So not think about it, think about it. So okay, London. Um, then you go to East Anglia, and I, I can't do an East Anglia accent. For me, it just sounds like Southwest. I can't really do it. Then in the Midlands, in Birmingham, in Birmingham, people sort of, you know, they sort of speak a bit like this. It, you know, in Birmingham, the, the accent goes up and down like that. You know what I mean? All right, mate, how's it going? Do you want to sit down and have a cup of tea? Oh, it's absolutely lovely tea, that is. Oh, it's absolutely lovely. So in Birmingham, people sort of go up and down at the end of their sentences like that. It's absolutely amazing. So that's Birmingham. Um, and then uh, Wales. I can't really do a Welsh accent. And there are different accents depending on which part of Wales you are. But in Wales, I, I suppose, I can't do Welsh at all. I just can't do it. It's embarrassing. I'm not going to do Welsh. Then Liverpool. And Liverpool is kind of, it's in England, but it's just above Wales in the northwest. In Liverpool, people sort of speak a bit like this, you know what I mean? All right, mate, how's it going? Do you want to sit down, have a cup of tea? Come on, come on, lad, sit down, have a cup of tea with us, will you? Um, famously, the Beatles were from Liverpool, and the, Be- the Beatles sort of spoke a bit like this, you know. So Ringo Starr would speak like this in his sort of Beatles accent. Uh, John Lennon would, you know, had a, quite a harsh voice like this. I can't really do it that well. Uh, but the, Liverpool is really interesting because they've got a combination of like Ireland, Wales, um, and then different parts of Northern England. So the interesting things in Liverpool are that there's that sound. All right, Accrington Stanley. Um, uh, all right, sit down, do you want a cup of tea? So lots of that sort of stuff. Which I guess comes from like Wales or something like that. All right, mate, how's it going? Do you want a cup of tea? Um, and then uh, Manchester, which, as I said, is just thirty minutes away from Liverpool. And in Manchester, right, sort of people speak a bit more like that. You know what I mean? So it's like I can't really describe it and all that. But like, if if you've ever like listened to an interview with like Noel Gallagher or Liam Gallagher from Oasis, right. I tend to sort of speak like that, you know what I mean? All right, how's it going, geezer? How's it going, pretty god, dead god, all that, you know what I mean? So, that kind of Manchester thing. 
Um, then I guess you've got like Yorkshire, but that Yorkshire covers lots of different towns. But Ebargum in Yorkshire, people sort of speak a little bit like this, don't they? You know, I'm from Yorkshire, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of it, I'm from Yorkshire. I like what I say, I like what I say, and I say what I bloody well like. I, I think that may have become a bit Lancashire there. I confuse Lancashire and Yorkshire sometimes. But basically, it's sort it. I think that's Lancashire. It's sort of like that, and... Now, in if you if you're from Lancashire or Yorkshire, if you're from the north of England, then in the in the evening you don't have a shower. No, you have a bath. You have a bath, and in in your back garden you don't have in your back garden, right? You have grass. So, one of the biggest differences between uh, northern and southern accents is the way they pronounce ah. Um, so. We'd say bath, grass, half, and in the north they'd say bath, grass, half, and that's probably the most big. That's probably the biggest difference between the north and the south is the a or r sound. So bath in in the north they have a bath, and in the south we have a bath, right? Um, big difference there. Then you've got Newcastle, which is up in the northeast of England. And why I man in Newcastle, they sort of speak a, a little bit like this. Um, I'm not very good at it. But let's let's see what do you see in if you're from Newcastle, right? You've you've got to st- sort of speak a wee bit like this, and it's and it's pretty funny. It's pretty funny the accent and all that. You know what I mean? Um, so a, a, a good word to say in an all, in a Newcastle accent is photocopier, because in Newcastle they said photocopier photocopier yeah so that's Newcastle and uh, then of course you've got Scotland and Scotland's you know got lots of different accents too I'm not very aware of it but you've got like um, let's see you've got <coughs> West Scotland so Glasgow and Glasgow they're, sort of, they're pretty tough so they speak a wee bit like this and then and then you've got Edinburgh, and in Edinburgh they're, they're a wee bit more soft, a little bit more sophisticated. I can't do it very well. But basically in, in Scotland you've got, to, you've got to speak a wee bit more tough. I'll do, you know what, I'm going to do proper podcasts with actual samples so that you can hear, hear real examples of these different accents. Um, then of course you've got like Ireland... And different accents you find across the whole country. Northern Ireland, Belfast. I read if you're from Belfast, right? You're gonna you're gonna be speaking a wee bit like this. So you are, and you know it's not just the accent; it's the dialect as well. You know what I mean? It's the different things they say up in Belfast, like you know what I mean. And then in in the southern part of Ireland, say in Dublin, you you'd get people sort of speaking a bit a wee bit like this. So in Dublin. You know, you've you got to come over to Dublin and, you know, we'll cut, we'll go to the pub and we'll drink a few points of Guinness. It's going to be absolutely... It'll be fantastic. Um, so that's just a few samples of the different accents. Anyone who's listening to this who's from the UK, <coughs> perhaps someone from Manchester or Newcastle, you're probably going to be quite surprised at how bad my accents are. I don't know. Some accents I can do quite well, but some of them are a little bit poor to be honest uh, 
So, like I said, in the next few episodes of Luke's English podcast, I will play you extracts of different accents and I will highlight their features and hopefully you'll get familiar with a range of different British accents. So we will go into more detail and you'll hopefully understand things a lot more clearly than uh, than you do at the moment. That's it from this podcast. I hope you've enjoyed it and uh, have a lovely day, whatever you're doing, and I'll speak to you soon. Cheers, thanks a lot. Bye, 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 bye. You can leave comments and messages for me on my website, which is www.teacherluke.podomatic.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.